Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. I am your host, Teresa Marks, a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth in the U.S. I am joined today by my colleague, Halsey Schreier, also a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth. In today's episode, Halsey and I will discuss transitioning a privately held business to a family member, and in particular, taking a look at considerations that might be able to help a business owner prepare for a successful transition. This is part one in our three-part series focusing on planning for a privately held business. Okay, let's get started. A challenge for any business owner is when to transition the business. And I think a lot of times if they're transitioning to family, it can be even trickier um, because you've got family harmony, family emotions at stake, family relationships at stake. So what are some things that a business owner who has decided to transition the business to family member or family members, what, what should they be considering about that transition? You are definitely correct about it being more difficult than selling to a third party. I mean, selling it is much easier than transitioning to the next family member. The first thing you have to really think about is, are you, as the business owner, ready to do this? I mean, you've worked hard to build this business. You've, this has really been your life outside your family for a number of years. And are you ready to step aside? I mean, will this allow you to retire when you want to? Do you have outside financial needs to support retirement? I mean, are you ready to yield control? I mean, holding on to that control is something that we see clients struggle with all the time. It really is not only a financial question, it's really an emotional question for so many, for so many of our clients as well. Mm-hmm. So then once you know you're ready, what about what about your successors? We well, you know whether it's you know you're transitioning to the kids or you know even to grandkids. You know, what about their readiness? And that's, I mean, successor's readiness, and that's a huge question because, I mean, once you figure out that you actually want to walk out the door and give give up control, you then have to know that when you leave, that businesses continue and continue the way you want it to and just continue to be successful. And it's a, it's a very difficult question to answer. I mean, you have, especially you have a number of children or grandchildren, you may have children that are involved with the business and those that are not. And so how do you sort of take into account for that? Do you, are they going to be willing or willing and able to put in the hard work? Are they going to work, continue the work that you've done? And the money? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) do they have the money to do this? I mean, do they have the financial ability to, to potentially buy out a portion of it? Do they, do they understand, you know, everything in the business? It's a, it's a very difficult situation to assess your successor. But I think the hardest decision there is really, if you have that very common situation where one child's really active in the business or a couple children are, but there's one or two children that aren't and they have another career. It's, I mean, how do you, you sort of set up that, do you treat them fairly, equitably? Do you divide it in half? It's a lot of questions that are out there that you have to consider. Yeah. That family harmony can, can, can be a big, a big stumbling block for a lot of people. How do, how do you keep that family harmony? So, I mean, do you have thoughts on like, you know, what, what to consider, what, you know, what, what should the business owners be thinking about and how to maintain family harmony? Yeah. The family harmony is probably, Probably the hardest part about the whole transition to a, to a family member because inevitably someone may feel slighted mm-hmm. so it's it's good to get that conversation going in the beginning yeah. they get it out front i mean while everyone's still here it's a lot easier to explain why you did something than after you've passed away yeah. and plus when someone passes away the knives generally come out so it's one of those things that if you can address the situation and are willing to have that conversation and potentially bring in third parties to help facilitate that conversation mm-hmm. it really can help structure a better transition to a family member. i think those conversations are so important 
Mm -hmm. So once we figured out, okay, the business owner's ready, their successors are ready, and they figured out this family harmony piece, you know, what are, what are the financial, you know, financial considerations to be thinking about? Mm -hmm. You've done all the hard work, so now you've got to worry about the numbers. So it's really, are you going to gift the, the business? Are you going to gift or partly sell the business to the next generation? Can you somehow work in life insurance to help pay for the, for, for at your passing, pay for that you know business interest and sort of get maybe your surviving spouse mm -hmm. out? It's, I mean, there's a lot of different variables at play. And then, I mean, the biggest thing is once you've sort of said goodbye to the business, you want to make sure you can live your retirement comfortably and continue to do the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. So setting up a good plan going forward is of the, Paramount importance. And so you, know, you mentioned life insurance and kind of equitable versus equal. Do we typically do business valuations? Is that often what you're seeing clients do to kind of kind of set the stage? Mm -hmm. I mean, understanding your, your the value of your business is really, really important. It's probably the most important thing you can do before you sell it or transition to, a next, to the next generation. Because the last thing you want to do is generally treat your kids so unfairly that there's going to be hurt emotions down the road. So you have to understand what you have before you can start the transition to different family members or anything else. So evaluation is of utmost importance here. So really we've got an emotional component yes. with the family harmony and readiness, as well as the financial side of really making sure we understand the numbers and ultimately how everything will flow among the family members. As you said in the beginning, transferring a business <laughs> to a family member is very difficult. There are so many factors at play. I mean, I and I'm not even I'm not even sure which is more important. But the emotional side, it just can take such a toll. But you cannot forget the financial side and sort of the driving factor behind the business. It's it is just a very difficult process that you have to reflect upon and really take time to consider. Yeah. And I really liked your point about conversations, like having the conversations about all of those topics is really important, I think, for everybody. It's the only way to have a really successful transition to that next generation. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. We hope you found this topic interesting and that you will continue to explore the variety of wealth planning topics available to you on this channel. Thank you and have a great day. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group, LLC, and the private banking division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This document is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Concepts expressed are current as of the date of this publication only and may change without notice. Such concepts are the opinions of our investment professionals, many of whom are chartered financial analyst charter holders or certified financial planner professionals. Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards Incorporated owns the certification marks CFP and Certified Financial Planner in the U.S. There is no guarantee that these views will come to pass. Past performance does not guarantee future comparable results. The tax information contained herein is general and for informational purposes only. CIBC Private Wealth Management does not provide legal or tax advice, and the information contained herein should only be used in consultation with your legal, accounting, and tax advisors. To the extent that information contained herein is derived from third-party sources, although we believe the sources to be reliable, we cannot guarantee their accuracy. The CIBC logo is a registered trademark of CIBC used under license. Investment products are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.